Hi there. My name is Marlene Hauk, and I'm a writer of women's Bible studies. I love to study women of the Bible because they have divine messages for us that help us in our daily lives. And I love the story of Miriam. She is the 34th named woman mentioned in the Bible, and her story is found in Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Micah. She is an amazing woman, and her story is filled with emotions from the tenderness of a newborn baby, its preciousness, and the stabbing fear that Miriam's mother realizes when she knows that he could possibly die. The miracle of his salvation and redemption, and Miriam is a part of that. This story has all of the tension that you would want in a mystery and suspense, the antagonist and protagonist create this incredibly divinely inspired story to help us today. And Miriam is part of that. There are many colorful characters and we can identify with them. And there are many ranges of emotions from the exaltation of a miracle to the stabbing fear of knowing that you're going to die. Listen along as we study Miriam. Miriam's story, and the background for it, begins in Exodus chapter 1. It opens with the idea of the Israelite nation being in bondage to the Egyptians. And in uh, Exodus 1, 14, it says, And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service, wherein they made them serve, was with rigor. And he even restricted the Hebrew women from having um, children. He didn't want them to. And the Pharaoh asked the midwives to actually, if there were boy babies, to kill them. And in verse 16, it says, the Pharaoh tells them, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and they didn't allow that to happen. And it was a very tense time for the people of Israel. And so in chapter 2, we read that this specific woman uh, was, and she was of the house of Levi, and she had married a Levite. They were the priestly tribe of the Israelites, and the woman conceived and bare a son in Exodus 2.1, and she hid him for three months, and then she realized that he, he was growing up, and she could no longer do that, so she made a little ark in verse 3 of chapter 2 and when she could not longer hide him she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink and his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him and the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. 
Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses. And she said, Because I drew him out of the water. Miriam's part in that was to protect her baby brother, to find a place for him that so that he could live, and so that he could be prepared by God to um, save his people. In chapter 15, we encounter Miriam again. It's an incredible miracle has happened. The background is given in chapter 14. The Hebrew people have escaped the bondage of Egypt. Some estimated 2.5. Four million of them are fleeing into the desert. They reach the Red Sea, and the Egyptian army has pursued them, and they're between the sea and the army, and they are scared. And God tells Moses in chapter 14, verse 13, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And true to his word, God parted the waters of the Red Sea. The Israelites walked across on dry land, and when the Egyptians tried to follow them, God made the waters cover the sea again, and the Egyptians were killed, every one of them. In chapter 15, Moses sings this incredible song, praising God for the miracle of redeeming the Hebrew nation. And in verses 20 and 21, Miriam sings this response to him, and it says in Exodus 15, 20 and 21, And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. In Numbers chapter 12, we encounter the third significant part of Miriam's story in the Bible. This is a rather dark story, but it has an incredible golden thread running through it. See if you can hear it. In Numbers chapter 12, Miriam and Aaron start to lose the, start to lose their focus on God, and they start rationalizing and thinking about themselves. Verse 1 says, And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. And the story goes on that God became very angry at that at their arrogance and pride. And he ended up um, causing Miriam to be leprous and white as snow. It says in verse 
10, And behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron begs Moses to uh, forgive their foolishness and to ask God to heal her. And Moses does. He asks the Lord to heal her. And the Lord says in verse 14, If her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days. And after that, let her be received in again. Verse 15 says, And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days, and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again. What a beautiful end. In Deuteronomy, that recounts the adventures of the Israelites and their spiritual journey as well as their physical journey. In Deuteronomy 24, 9, it mentions Miriam yet again. It says, Remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam by the way. After that ye were come forth out of Egypt. The last direct mention of Miriam in the Old Testament is in Micah chapter 6, verse 4. For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of servants. And I sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. What a wonderful affirmation of her messages to us. The stories of Miriam in the Bible are found in Exodus Chapter 15, verses 20 and 21. Numbers, chapter 12, verses 1 through 15. Chapter 20, verse 1. And chapter 26, verse 59. Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verse 9. And Micah, chapter 6, verse 4. In Numbers chapter 20, verse 1, we read of the story of the end of Miriam's life. Not her influence, but her life, her physical life. Numbers 21 says, Then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin in the first month. And the people abode in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. In Numbers chapter 26, verse 59, it records Miriam as part of the numbering of the new generation of the Israelites. In verse 59, it says, And the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, whom her mother bare to Levi in Egypt. And she bare unto Amram Aaron and Moses and Miriam their sister. you've enjoyed the brief recounting of the story of Miriam in the Bible in our study of Miriam and her messages to us.